Hey guys, Birdman here. I just wanted to give everybody a little heads up before we jump into the episode. We ran into an issue with the audio of our amazing guest Alex from Betstamp. The audio is a little choppy until the eight and a half minute mark, but it clears up after that and is normal for the rest of the episode. This is something that we didn't realize it happened until the interview was over. These things happen, and it is what it is, but we really think you guys are going to like these picks. So without any further delay, let's jump right into it. Another episode of DB2 Bets brought to you by Betstamp, where we use that Betstamp app and we're finding the best odds available across all of the different sports books. What's going on? It's your boy, Josh Elijah, host of the show here. I uh, hope you've been well. Um, it's been uh, it's been a couple weeks. We actually took off last week due to some unforeseen circumstances, but we'll jump into that a bit. Uh, and up to the left of my screen uh, is my partner in crime, Jesse McKay, a.k.a. Birdman. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you boys doing? Man, not too bad. We were just saying that like like whenever we take a week off, it's just like two weeks feels like an eternity uh, yeah. to be able to, to like shake off the rust and like, do I even know how to do this anymore? Uh, so it's um, it's uh, it's good to be back here. We um, for those of you who missed uh, last week, uh, we did as well. Uh, we did uh, we ran into uh, some some uh, weird issues uh, with uh, where I live. I live in London, Ontario, for those of you who don't know. And uh, because of COVID, there hasn't been the opportunity for this certain music festival that goes on basically in my backyard uh, up until this year, uh, where everyone uh, came back in for uh, for Rock the Park. And like I've been to the festival before, but I didn't realize like how big it actually was and how close it was to my house. Um, so and like they, it's not just some fucking rinky dink music festival. Like there was like Alanis Morissette. All star lineup there. Yeah, it was like uh, mid July talk and glorious suns. And then fucking like Ja Rule was in my backyard <laughs> and like TLC and Aqua and like Run DMC. And I'm like, what is going on? Uh, it was just complete <laughs> mayhem. Um, and not only to mention, but like, like I, like I, I, I thought about it right before the show. I'm like, I can't hear myself think like my windows are shaking right now with jaw rule is just like, what's love? Like in the fucking <laughs> background. And I'm like, I don't think I could actually do the show. Right. I just didn't even think of it. Uh, so um, because of that, we, we went on hiatus for a week, uh, but we're back, uh, back in action here. Um, so yeah, it's, it's good to be back here and, uh, we couldn't have done it better with, uh, bringing in, uh, this guest on the show. Um, actually a part of the bet stamp staff, part of the bet stamp crew. Uh, they call him Licho around the office, but we have Alex Felici on the show. Alex, my man, how you doing? Thank you for jumping on the show. Thanks for having me guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't uh, done one of these in a while, so it should be fun. Oh yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Did I say that right? Felici and, and they call you, they call you Licho around the office. Yeah, so uh, it started with my buddy in high school. I wanted to shorten yeah. everyone's last name because they're too long, six letters. 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the nickname just stuck. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, hey, it can, it can, that's catchy for sure. Um, but let's uh, before we jump into things, um, let's let's find out a little bit more uh, about you and how um, how I guess you ended up finding the the opportunity with that stamp. Because I mean, for me, like personally, uh, really really thankful to be a part of that bet stamp community. Um, so, how did you come across bet stamp? What were you doing before? Kind of break that down for us. Uh, yeah, so I was just working uh, at my corporate accounting job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been friends with uh, Johnny since like grade five or six and Julian as well like for a long time he's also related to another one of my friends so mm-hmm. uh, after they started the app they really just did an accountant to like start doing like um, all the basic for starting a business mm-hmm. so uh, they reached out to me in I think December 2020 and I was like <laughs> uncertain because I didn't really know like if this was actually going to be a thing but uh super glad that I joined the team and uh, it's been nothing but good things since. Yeah, for sure, man. That's, that's amazing. And like, like the, I guess the, the, obviously the betting culture around the office, like, like, like it's gotta be insane, but kind of, can you pull back the curtains on that a little bit and how you guys bounce off different picks and, and you know, what that's like on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, obviously it's all sports all day, which I'm a huge sports fan. So yeah, expected that and very happy about it. But uh, yeah, basically everyone has the app open all day on their on their web app and uh, just going through different lines. Like someone will say, "Oh, like Cardinals are getting hit." Uh, you can probably chase and bet on the Cardinals, and we'll all have a bet on the Cardinals. Throw the game on TV if it's an afternoon game, especially. Oh, love me a good afternoon game. Love it. I mean, like that's that's the thing. Like for me, like obviously during my day job, like I'll have it on in the background, and I can't really pay much attention to it. But like, it's got to be the fucking dream for you guys to be able to to have to watch that. Like it is your job to be able to watch it, and and uh, you know, yeah. just kind of kind of bounce bounce ideas off of off of one another. So that's that's super sweet, man. And like we've had Josh you know, and and Zach on the show as well, and like just slowly working around like the staff, and just love having you guys on the show because there's just so many insights um, into you know into the way that you guys place your bets and and strategies and what have you so um uh for for i guess for some of our listeners and maybe some of the some of the people that are checking this out for the first time because we are on uh we're now on youtube as well um so we're growing out our audience there um talk to us about like some of your strategies for for betting obviously like like talk a little bit about your take on on line shopping and what bet stamp really does uh for the for the average better yeah so honestly uh, when they were building the app, they did ask me a couple of questions. I've been sports betting for a while, even like doing picks with Johnny in the past. Mm-hmm. And uh, they really just want to hammer home like how important line shopping is. And yeah. that really, it's like the most important thing in sports mm-hmm. betting. You are not going to win long term or not win as much unless you are literally getting the best price in the market. So just having it open all day, that really helps. And uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. As for absolutely like, a lot of teaching points will come with like, uh, the best stamp you in marketplace, like uh, to learn how to like calculate edges and stuff. A lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be really good. Yeah. For sure, man. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely it. And I know I can I can probably speak for both of us here, but like bet stamp has definitely changed the way that we play the game and and place our bets as well. So um, yeah, it's uh, we're yeah. <laughs> obviously it's 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 a game changer when it comes to betting. Um, Sweet. Um, before we jump into our bets, and I'm I'm very very excited to to chat about yours, and I I, I can't wait to hear your takes on them. Um, but let's because we've had a couple of weeks off here. 
Uh, just getting things back on track. Um, lots going on, especially in free agency for the NHL and NBA. Um, let's let's start off. Um, are you are you a Leafs fan or or do you yeah, have another team? You're a Leafs fan? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. We 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 share in our misery. That's it is what it is. But uh, yeah. let's let's talk a little bit about our goalie situation. Saying goodbye to Campbell and now bringing in um, Samsonov and Murray as well. Um, any any initial thoughts or takes on the decision to uh, not bring back Campbell and switch him out? Uh, yeah, to be honest, like Campbell's thirty years old. He wanted five years on his contract. Like we all know, goalies are just hot and cold. Like it's complete random if they're good or not in the season, especially for a high event team like the Leafs. Like really, just plug anyone in there unless you're getting like an elite guy like Connor Hellebuck or John Gibson, right? But. Uh, I was fine with them letting go of Campbell, and I actually did want to target Matt Murray, like as a nice balance back candidate. But mm-hmm. uh, given that Samsonov actually got released the same day that Murray got uh, traded to us, I just didn't really think that we got enough of a deal on Matt Murray. I feel like he's still making too much money. Fair enough. I mean, I for. You know, for what it is, I I still feel like you know I I do like the deals as well, um, and I I definitely like I I like this new setup with you know the one A one B with Samsonov and, and Murray as well. Um, so I mean, for for me, I'm 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 okay with it. It sucks to see Campbell go, especially just him being such a locker room guy. I did love Campbell, yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, yeah, who doesn't? But you know, he's uh, it. It's it. It is. It does make sense at the end of the day. Um, you know, I am. I am okay with that decision, Jesse. Any 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 thoughts on that? I mean, I I feel like the the goalie pool like it dried up very quickly, and the Leafs yeah. were kind of like shit. Like you know, they were kind of backed into a corner yeah. a little bit, and I was the only option like i feel like kemper probably was already on his way to washington and you know that left billy huso and i got obviously i'm not behind the scenes i don't know what happened but i don't know that that slipped away from them and then they they pretty much had no no choice right like do you sign campbell for five years at five mil or do you cut that in half two years at you know a half a mil less it's like at least you're only tied to them for two years and i feel exactly. like him, um i feel like samsonov is a way better Sorry. backup than anything we've had in the last couple of years you know so yeah. and he's only 25 like he's got room to actually like develop into a starter so who knows where that's gonna go right <laughs> so i'm feeling better about it than last year with Mrazek and campbell Neat. sure sketchy yeah, fair enough. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely, um, I definitely think. Uh, I mean, I, I love Samsonov. I really do. And and you know, Alex, you're absolutely right. Like to be able to have that bounce back year for Murray. Um, sure, he might be paying a little bit more, but I'm definitely looking for a huge bounce back campaign from him. Um, yeah. So I mean, hey, I'm actually okay with it. I am. I am okay with it all around. Um, talking, uh, kind of pivoting over to, uh, the NBA and, uh, talks have still just sort of, um, sort of, uh, at a, at a stall when it comes to Kevin Durant, um, Deandre Ayton, obviously sticking with the Suns after getting, after the Suns matching the offer sheet to the Pacers. So that kind of, kind of takes them out of the race, I think. Um, so at the end of the day, I mean, we were talking about this, like our last episode, uh, or a couple episodes ago when it's, when this all dropped, 
was whether or not the Toronto Raptors actually had a legitimate shot of getting Kevin Durant. And you guys were like, ah, fuck no. And yeah, I'm, like, I'm proud honest. of you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. You spearheaded that whole thing. I mean, man. hey, nothing's happened. What were you guys but saying? Like, <laughs> well, they were saying anywhere else but Toronto. I'm like, man, I don't yeah, know. I was, I was like, like, no shot he's coming here. But because he, that uh, news dropped like like an hour before we before we started recording. Oh, nice. oh did it? I see. Yeah. I didn't hear about it till a couple days after. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh shit, he was right. <laughs> well, no, no, no. The, the 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 Kevin Durant requesting a trade was just like brand new. Oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, got, yeah. We got to fucking tackle this right out the gate. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, so yeah. Now that it's it's funny because we reflect back on it in a couple of weeks, and I am, I'm shocked, but I'm not really, I'm not really that surprised that he hasn't been moved yet, uh, just because like the the like what they're asking for is just outlandish. Um, but I guess mm-hmm. like just tying this into Toronto sports, um. Do you give up Scotty Barnes? Fuck no. Uh, I honestly think like <laughs> the team no, is yeah. good enough to win if you do have a, a star like Durant. But a lot of friends that are like closer watching basketball will say like Durant's not actually a good fit for the team and how it plays. Like basically, it's a five man team. Everyone touches the ball. Everyone defends. So sure, I don't know. I'm unsure, but typically I would probably just get rid of the rookie of the year for a superstar. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? It's funny because I mean, a, a lot. It's the it's very common, a very common take to say, you know, don't give up Scotty Barnes, and the Raptors don't look, they don't think that they're. I don't think that they're going to actually do it. Um, but at the end of the day, like Kevin Durant, you have him, you have him at thirty five, uh, and the team's mentality should be always win now. And I think you get Kevin Durant on your team, and they will win immediate like they'll be an instant contender right at that point i mean how the fuck can't you be if you have kevin durant and i think the way like the package that would have to be would have to be something like gary trent jr og ananobi and rookie of the year scotty barnes um in order to get kevin durant um and i i i definitely i think that definitely takes away from our depth on the team and uh, like that's giving up a lot for kevin durant plus whatever picks that we have to throw hundred thousand well. picks so and you just com- turn your team yeah, into the Lakers just go in, in the NBA. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so I mean at the end of the day, I I I I don't know because like Kevin Durant going to Golden State, for example, like going to a powerhouse team, and then that just made them even greater. Who knows if that would actually happen with the Raptors if he comes here and actually instantly makes them like is that a guaranteed championship with them? I mean, Fred Van Vliet's great and so is Pascal, but I mean it's no Warriors situation that he's coming mm-hmm. into. So who knows if he will actually come in and be able to bring them uh to a title. Um, I think that, I think it's, it's definitely in the conversation, but to completely get rid of your future, the problem is, is that like, you want to bring in a superstar so that you win. Now you're not going to bring in like, they, they, they can't be holding on to Scotty Barnes because he's like, Oh, we want to lock him a very good player in for, you know, years to come sort of thing. They have to think about winning now. It's just that what price does it come at? And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the, at the, the end of the summer, Kevin Durant is still on Brooklyn and just dogging it until they actually get a proper offer, um, which would probably suck really bad, especially if, you know, if he experiences some sort of injury mid season and then all of a sudden his stock goes down. So, yeah. And you got to worry about his loyalty too, man. Like I wouldn't want to make that move. And then, you know, by the end of the year, he's like, yeah, I'm out of here. You know, yeah, that would that just, that would feel so bad. <sighs> yeah. You know what? At the end of the day, it's, I mean, Masai Ujiri took that leap with with Kawhi, having that one year, having that one year rental well, sort of thing. Yeah, 
Kawhi would have bounced anyways if he wanted not. So, <laughs> yeah. so I mean, like, it, it sucks either did, way. They didn't give up as much, basically. Of course. Right? Of course. So. I mean, they gave away a cornerstone piece. And we were talking about this earlier in our in our chat that yeah. it's like, they did give away a cornerstone piece. Um, so I, what would the Raptors be willing to give away? Um, I, I mean, like, if it's a trade centered around, I think if, if like, potentially Fred Van Vliet, I don't, I don't know. Um I almost feel more comfortable giving him away over Pascal Siakam or Scotty Barnes. Unpopular take, probably. Uh, but at the end of the day, like if if you can't make anything happen, you know, with Scotty or with Pascal, I mean, like Kevin Duranford, Fred Van Vliet doesn't seem too bad. And then with pieces as well, at least the contracts match up a little bit more. Um, I hope they don't. I like our team the way they are. I feel like we're we're headed on a pretty good trajectory. I I feel like we are a fifty plus uh, fifty plus win team. Um, but we'll just have to see how how that all shakes out. Because uh, at the end of the, at the end of the day, I'm very happy with the team that we have. So, yo, Josh, I just thought of this the other day. Like, why? Like, I know New York has been linked to Donovan Mitchell pretty heavily, but like, why not swap those two guys, Mitchell and and KD? Does that not make sense? No. Or are they trying to rebuild, I guess? Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't know if Utah does that because like they now that now they just have a bunch of pieces and at least Donovan Mitchell, like we now know this is Donovan Mitchell's team. I don't think they're going to budge on Donovan Mitchell. I think they're going to try and rebuild around him. Um, But man, they got a fucking sick haul for Rudy Gobert. I mean, I'm I'm a Rudy. I'm a Rudy fan. Um, but man, they gave up a shit ton for him and they got some fucking decent pieces. Like who gives like, sure, whatever Pat Bev, but like they got Vanderbilt out of that too. Like, I mean, they got some, some pretty decent pieces. So at the end of the day, um, kudos to Utah. They, they, they might not be as much of a rebuild sort of situation as you might think, because they really just lost their center and then they got some pretty key pieces in there as well. So we shall see. We shall see. Um, I just, man, I love the off season. Like I, I, I just eat it up. <laughs> yeah. It's sometimes more fun than the regular season. I know yeah. it's, it's just, it's just all the, the, the writers for it. It's just insanity. Um, and it just really just sort of sets the, sets the stage for, for the year to up for the year coming up. So, um, definitely going to stay locked in on that. Now, uh, moving forward, we got picks and I'm, I'm really stoked. We're going to start off with some baseball picks here um, and then move over. We've never actually done a UFC pick uh, before, so uh, pretty excited for this. Uh, but uh, let's go. Let's go with um, our, our baseball picks to start off with. Alex, uh, start us off with what you got here. Yeah, so basically it's a two and one on the same logic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yankees have Jameson Tyon. Yes. I'm pronouncing that correctly. Jameson Tyon. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He had a good bounce back game, but he had four very rough outings in a row. Yes. Uh, his last four. Yankees are playing a back to back today and then flying into Baltimore tomorrow. I like both the Baltimore Orioles money line and the over nine in the game. Mm-hmm. So when I sent these picks originally, Baltimore was at plus 155. You can still get them at plus 145. Or plus one forty on most sports books. Yes, one thirty nine at Sports Interaction. You could lock that in. Yeah, but uh, yeah, mostly why I like that is the pitchers like uh, been cold, and Baltimore actually had has had like a very good July, averaging almost five runs a game, and they're like just in a spot where the Yankees are going to come in playing the worst team in the division, probably not take them seriously. That's a recipe for disaster. 
Absolutely, man. And you know what? This is an interesting pick. Now, I'm going to throw something at you here that I was reading earlier today is that the Baltimore Orioles have been the most profitable team to bet on this year so far. That's crazy. I didn't didn't yeah. even know that. I have, yeah. been on, <laughs> I have been on Baltimore quite a bit this year. I don't think yeah, you know what? that profitable for me, but... Uh, Maybe I mean, we'll be, probably because they're always just so they're, they're, the odds are just so not such in their high pluses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, they they have been. Uh, you find the right matchups, and man, you know what? I do like it. I mean, uh, Jameson Tyon um, having a pretty good year. I mean, like so so far, he's ten and two. Um, and that was kind of the kind of the thing on him is if he stays healthy, he could he could put together a pretty good campaign. And that seems like what he's doing right now. He's a pretty decent pitcher in that sense. Um, however, Tyler Wells, I do like Tyler Wells as well. He's uh, really made a name for him in that starting rotation for Baltimore. Um, seven and four record. Um, I, I I do like him. I like this matchup. Uh, you're absolutely right. Doubleheader in in Houston um, of all places, which I believe. Um, they lost the first game, and last time I checked, they were down five nothing. So, um, oh, really? obviously, yeah. So, I mean, I don't see them. I mean, that that's the one thing. Uh, the money line is the one thing that I'm a little, I'm a little skeptical about in that sort of sense. Um, but you know what? I, I'm, I'm, we're gonna ride with it. Would you, would you take, would you take them on the money line, or is this maybe something you might even look at for a first five? Uh, yeah. To be honest, first five, like using my logic. I'm just saying the starting pitcher might get lit up. So taking them at first five. First uh, five. Just, just don't seem to be there. Yeah. And I'm pulling up bet stamp. Best of L is plus 125. Yeah. Other sides like minus 145 or higher exclusively. So maybe we'll see tomorrow because not all the first five lines are out. But uh, yeah, definitely something well, to look watch for we're, we're actually we're, yeah we're definitely going to lock these in now um we're, we're sticking we're sticking with what we're what we're doing here um especially because we're based out of ontario here so uh we want to the best odds that we're that we're able to find our sports interaction at plus 139 i like it i really do um i might feel a bit easier about about the first five but fuck it we're gonna go with what Leecho says so um we're yeah. doing we're doing plus 139 sports interaction baltimore orioles uh on the money line there um and talk Talking about the uh, talking about the over, we're going with the over at uh, nine runs as well. Um, we were able to find the best odds at plus one hundred five at Caesars Sportsbook. Um, I love Caesars Sportsbook as well. So over nine runs there. Um, not really opportunity for a parlay, uh, but if you can find pretty similar odds, make sure you go to the BetStamp app. And uh, while you're there, you might as well throw in promo code. DB2 because you know that's the smart thing to do. Um, but you would uh, be able to find very similar odds if you want to use either Caesar Sportsbook or Sports Interaction uh, to be able to do a parlay. Uh, but we're going to do these separate plus 139 on the money line for the Baltimore Orioles on Sports Interaction, and then over nine runs total plus 105 at Caesar's Sportsbook. The other baseball pick before we jump into our UFC pick as well. Um, this is just a this is a fun fucking game. I uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm I'm definitely gonna tune in for this. Um, it's the Mets and the Padres. Um, we got you Darvish and Max Scherzer on the mound. Uh, that's a doozy. That's a doozy. Scherzer been killing it. Uh, six and one uh, against Darvish. Eight and four. Um, you know what? We're, we're going to have to go Mets minus one seventy five on DraftKings for that. I think it's just a fun game. Um, I, I love Max Scherzer. I love watching him work. Um, and so, you know, just looking at the different lines, um, 
I, I definitely think uh, I, w- I was bouncing back and forth between that and other games to pick, but the Mets, um, this is just going to be a fun game. So I'm, I'm and uh, the Mets as well. When we talk about that list of most profitable uh, teams to bet on, Mets are number two. So <laughs> we're uh, so we got Baltimore at number one, day. Mets at number two, and then the third team is the fucking New York Yankees that are the most profitable to bet on. Uh, but you know, hey, we we got we got all of them in the conversation here. So um, again, we're gonna lock in uh, Mets minus one seventy five on the money line uh, for DraftKings as Max Scherzer goes up against you, Darvish, um, and uh, and yeah, so that's what we got for baseball uh, now. Let's jump into a little bit of UFC. Um, again, first time that we're ever going to throw down on this show for UFC. And just forewarning, I love sports. I, I watch I watch anything I can. Um, I, I love watching UFC as well. I, I don't know much about it. I don't know much about the fighters. I, I mainly, I like, I just do a little bit of research beforehand, uh, but I, like, I'm not very knowledgeable when it comes to UFC. I usually rely on my friends and my boys that I'm watching with. Uh, to give me who I should be betting on. Uh, so in this case, Alex, that's you. <laughs> you're gonna you're yeah, gonna break this down you. for us as we got as we got our, our our first picks here for UFC. What you got for us? And uh, to be honest, I am a UFC fan. Try to watch it most Saturdays, but uh, I'm honestly not familiar with either of these fighters too too well. But your mm-hmm. best friend with betting on UFC is Bet Stamp again. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, if you just shameless plug, head over. <laughs> <laughs> if you just head over to the UFC screen. I'll scroll and give you my pick. Yep. And it'll be Nikita Krylov taking on Alexander Gustafson. You can find him at Sports Interaction at minus 165. Yes. Nikita the minor Krylov. Yes. (laughs) Great nickname. Basically, (laughs) most reason why I like this is uh, just the price is like so far off market. You got minus 200, minus 195, minus 210, minus 200. So minus 165, like it's just a good bet. And uh, yeah. it's a light heavyweight fight. It's going to be a very high event. A lot of significant strikes. And uh, Krylov is the more skilled and uh, higher event puncher, mm-hmm. striker. So uh, I like his chance of winning. And minus 65 just makes it an easy bet. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? It is crazy because you look at some of the other odds and they're between minus 190 to minus 200. So, um, yeah, defining them at minus 165 on Sports Interaction, that's a bargain. Um, so by all means, uh, I would say that's that's the that's the best book to be able to go hammer that. Um, from what I was able to find, Gustafson, um, he's, he's a bit older. He's got a decent reach. Um, uh, and and even Krylov has lost his last couple, but they're against you know better fighters from from what I was able to find. Um, so it is pretty even. I was, I believe it was there. He was favored 51 to 49. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I, I mean, I gotta like it. <laughs> I'm leading to you. So, um, yeah, absolutely. We're going to hammer Nikita, the minor Krylov, uh, at minus 165 on sports interaction. Birdman, are you, are you much of a UFC fan? No. We've never gone to a bar and fucking sat down at a Boston pizza for four hours and, uh, and had a pitcher of beer and nachos and driver server mad or anything. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what, though? I have sat uh, on a Saturday night with uh, Scarborough Kez. And we've, <laughs> we've tuned into some UFC yeah. and just done live betting based on like what we're seeing or like, you know, what, like, I don't know, when they come out, like when you see their bodies and stuff, you, sometimes that could be the deciding factor. You're like, this guy looks <laughs> yeah. like he's going to kill this other dude, you know? Yeah. You yeah. Just, in the moment, you just toss some money down and see what happens. And 
have some fun with it. We we had a really good Saturday night. I think we only lost one, and we we probably placed like ten bets each. It was yeah. sick. Nice. You know what? Yeah. For for me as well, like for someone who knows next to fucking nothing, um, <laughs> it's uh, it's it, it that's generally what I do too. I mean, like I I obviously I usually mm-hmm. go for the favored, um, and then you know when you when you watch their intros, if you see someone coming in who's spooked, he's like, ah, yeah, ah. like that's what just, I mean. I don't Sometimes know. Sometimes you can just see it on their face, right? And it's good to wait. <laughs> I can't believe Alex is looking at us. It's like, look at these fucking noobs. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm the, I'm the exact same way. Live betting's fun because, uh, yeah. I don't know, like, you can get into it. Like, maybe yeah. this guy lost the first two rounds and you know he needs a knockout and, like, he had a few good True. shots. Like, you could take him to, like, mm. knock him out in the third round. Yeah. And you can absolutely. see when, a, when the tide of a fight is kind of turning sometimes, right? So, uh, when the round's over, you just quickly get your little your your bed in there and sometimes it works out for you man i like it absolutely i mean yeah so i mean let's 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 do it nikita nikita krylov um minus 165 on on uh sports interaction yeah fucking lock it in um and that brings us to our closing segment here it's been a couple of weeks but we're back baby ding 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 it's the pick and roll brought to you by betstamp we're using the betstamp app and finding the best odds available across all the different sports books and by Yup beer uh over 200 locations across ontario go to yupbeer.com to find a location near you mm. starting off with the baltimore orioles plus 139 available on sports interaction that is the money line we're also going to take the same game between the yankees and the baltimore orioles over nine runs at plus 105 at caesar's sportsbook um then we're also going to take the mets as Max Scherzer takes the mound against you, Darvish, uh, taking the Mets minus 175 on DraftKings. That is also money line. And then for UFC, we're going Nikita Krylov. Nikita, the minor Krylov, minus 165 on Sports Interaction. And there you have it, tying it all together for our pick and roll. Buddy, got to say, it's been great having you on the show. I uh, would love to have you back on as well. Uh, not for nothing, not to put a little bit of pressure on right at the end here, but we need a bit of a bounce back week because yeah. we, were on, we were on a bit of a roll. We were nine in a row, nine like a few weeks in a row and nine for nine. And uh, we had our boy James Leslie on the show and got like, love him. Love the guy. Uh, but he really yeah, did shit. He, shit all, shit. he shit all down his life. <laughs> Uh, oh so I, yeah <laughs> i mean okay, i think we're gonna go four and oh yeah i yeah. mean i, I like I, that I, energy i would love that yeah i mean <laughs> he like, wasn't like, too confident at the time so <laughs> well here's <laughs> the thing like, ah. i mean uh, no I, I i love the guy i guess i put him in a bad uh, situation where or, or a bad position where it's just like oh yeah we'd love to have you on the show and he's like yeah sure would love to and then he shows up and he's like so i don't really watch much baseball and we're like fuck oh, I'm this like live while we're recording this you're like oh god and then like we look at yeah. each one of these bets and i'm like okay let's 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 roll with them let's dog yeah uh but yeah no really really excited uh for for a, a weekend full of sports um definitely going to be tuning in uh make sure that you uh like share subscribe all that fun stuff with the down by two podcast um we're putting these shows out every friday i'm going to be coming up with some new long form interviews for the actual down by two podcast as well so keep an eye out for that um but as always make sure you go to betstamp app slash Ontario and use promo code DB2 um, to find all the different sports books that are connected with that landing page, a bunch of great sign up bonuses across all those different sports books, and then be able to get the most bang for your buck by using that BetStamp app that's available in the Apple app store and Google play one more time, Alex, it was great to have you on. Um, got, I've got a oh man. I love having the BetStamp boys on. So uh, <laughs> uh, definitely got to have you back on again. Sure. I would love to. Thanks for having me guys.
Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Take care, guys. Talk to you guys next week. Take care. DB2Bets is brought to you by BetStamp. Visit betstamp.app slash Ontario. Use promo code DB2 to find your favorite sports book. And by Yup Beer, award-winning craft light lager. Visit yupbeer.com to find a store near you. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.